Stories are first-time experiences. My name is Osadmebi, and every week I would tell you a short story written by a Nigerian writer or author. That's the long and short of it. So without much ado, this week's story is by Heladzira Adamu, and it's titled Chronicles of a Pregnant Woman. I heard my husband shout from the door and I recoiled, suddenly angry. Jide is back again, with that his perfume which has the most disgusting smell ever. And his loud voice, Kai, my peace has ended. What is it even with Yoruba people and shouting? Kay, I know you heard me the first time. He shouted again, standing on my head and staring me down. This my English, shah. I beg. Yes, Baba Jide. Yes, I heard you. How may I be of help to you? I responded and continued what I was doing before he came in, scooping food into my mouth. Scratch that. I was stuffing my face with food. Kerenapuch, what is wrong with you? Why are you eating like a hyena who has stolen a lion's meal? Who is chasing you? Hmm, oh my God. What is it with people and asking questions that do not concern them, eh? He dropped his bag and snatched the pot from my hand. Yes, I was eating straight from the pot. I am that shameless. Sue me. Keren, is this okra soup and semu that you are having? Babajide, do you need my glasses to see properly? Of course, it is okra. The very same okra. That you banned me from eating in this house for two months now, Abi? He asked in disbelief. And what is it with your excessive eating these days? Hey! Are you calling me a glutton, Babajide? I asked, angry, and got up so I was staring him in the face. In moments like these, I am all the more thankful for being five foot eleven. Jide's six foot frame cannot intimidate me so much. He's right though. I have been eating too much. But my emotions seem to have a mind of their own these days. And my anger is refusing to be reined in. Is it my fault? Did I get myself pregnant? See this one no. Hey, hey, Baba Jide. You put me in this position. It is your fault that I am eating too much. Look at me. No, 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 no. Just look at me. Look at me. Look at my beautiful size 8 body. Gone. I can't even stay at work the whole day. I am always running to pee. All I do is eat, pee and sleep. I sleep in meetings. I eat everywhere. Thankfully, I make it to the toilet in time before I pee. 
I am going through all these changes and they are messing with my head. And all you can do is complain. My lips start quivering and I knew I was about to start another crying episode. So I quickly said, Your body is fine. I am the one with the pain and the cravings. You don't know what I'm going through, Jide. And if you let me complain one more time, just one more time about this, your perfume, you will find the bottle sitting outside the compound, broken into pieces. I could feel the waterworks beginning to flow, so I started walking away, but not without saying, You have succeeded in making me lose my appetite. I hope you are now happy. Eat the okra, you hear? Eat it. I hope you enjoy it as much as you enjoy sleeping on the couch. That was last night. Today, I have just about made it into the office. I came in about two hours ago, frowning. Or like my little niece would say, franking your face for absolutely no reason. If you must know, Jide did not sleep on the couch. But I am not mad at him. In fact, I am not mad at anyone, so I don't understand the anger and sadness I feel. I went through today's meetings, giving everyone the do not try me look and aura. And I am so glad they got the hint and have been avoiding me. A couple of hours after my meetings, I was engrossed in work when the most amazing aroma assaulted my senses. Hey! An aroma second only to my mother's party jollof rice. My stomach growled, demanding a portion of whatever food was responsible for the aroma. But with the attitude I had been giving everyone, I wasn't sure anyone would share whatever it was with me. I willed myself to concentrate on the task I was working on. I started taking short, shallow breaths to block out the aroma, but it only seemed to heighten my senses. My nostrils had narrowed down the possible origin. Nana's office. She is three positions ahead of me. But I cannot for the life of me imagine going to beg her for food as if I'm starving. Instead of resorting to begging, I figured playing a game of I wonder in my mind would help. I wonder what food it is. Stir fry spaghetti. Mm. Fried rice and plantain. Mm. I wonder what kind of protein. Yam and eggs. Eggs. Mm-mm. Is it food with meat? Fish. Mm-mm. Chicken. It's chicken. What's that smell? There's one other smell. Mm. Is it cheese? Was it cooked with cheese? Hmm. I wonder if it's food from that her favorite restaurant. The one I get her food from occasionally. Their food is the best I've eaten in this town. I wonder if she got her regular dish. Or did her husband surprise her with it? But I didn't see her go out to buy it. I'm not sure she ordered it herself. 
She usually asks me to order for her because in her words, Karen, you know your way around these things better than me. I wonder why she didn't get a plate for me too. Nana, I have tried. I promise you, I have really tried. But I can't try again. I said, waddling into Nana's office without knocking. Please, I need to eat some of your food. She looked up, holding her fork midway to her mouth, shocked. She took a while to clock what I'd just said, and a smile spread across her face. Are you okay there, Karen? I didn't realize you wanted a plate too. I would have gotten one for you. This one has cheese though, and I know you're lactose intolerant. She said with that her calm and beautiful smile. I don't care. Just please let me have it. I said, pleading. I can just order another plate for you. You can order and charge it to my card. Mm, no. Please. This is finished already. Mm, no. I yelled, pouting. Nana burst out laughing, further annoying me. I couldn't see what was funny. I am pregnant for the first time. Five months in, and this has been anything but a funny experience. And I was dead serious about having whatever was left of Nana's cheesy, half-finished plate of amazing aroma goodness. I didn't realize I was crying till I tasted salt and felt my sobs getting louder. Nana stared at me amused. I was crying. In the office. Over somebody else's food. Hey, my life is wonderful. Haladzira Miriam Adamu is a writer who resides in Bauchi, Bauchi State, Nigeria. She is an on-air personality who is enthusiastic about telling African stories and she enjoys working with children. You can read more of her work on Medium at Haledzira and connect with her on Instagram at H-Y-E-L underscore A-D-Z-E-E-R-A on Twitter at H-Y-E-L underscore A-D-Z-I-R-A on Facebook at Haledzira and on LinkedIn at Haledzira Miriam Adamu. Details and links will be in the episode description. If you've got a story you would like to be featured on this podcast or a published book you want to make into an audiobook, send an email to info at osadmebi.com or send me a message at osadmebi on either Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn or Twitter. I look forward to collaborating with you. And if you've enjoyed this week's episode, please subscribe, leave a review, and tell a friend that stories are a good escape for a few minutes each week. <laughs>